Send off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? What's that? Send off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And it's been a little nippy, hasn't it? I would say so. So we're going to get some warming foods songs for you here, some songs about soup and such. In the meantime... Let's start right off celebrating the 80th anniversary of this very recording we're about to hear. This is Louis Jordan and his Timpani 5 with You're My Meat. It was recorded on a, a busy day when he also recorded You Ain't Nowhere, Jake What a Snake, Four Day Blues, But I'll Be Back, and also food-related, kind of, Honeysuckle Rose. But we're going to hear You're My Meat, a song that he recorded on November 14th, 1939, goes a little something like this. in and inside out you're my meat ah you're fat and forty but naughty you're my meat from your feet to your head you knock me dead you're my meat i got you covered but baby you're my meat in the days of old when nights were bold they were pious and modest i'm told don't you see that couldn't be me? I'd have to talk about your yams and your big fat hams. It excites me so because I know you're my meat. Fat and forty, but lordy, you're my
but Lordy, you remind me. Fat and forty, but Lordy, Lordy, you remind me. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Louis Jordan, for all the wonderful music, especially and exclusively, whatever that means, that very song, You're My Meat, recorded November 14th, 1939, 80 years ago today. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture still, and I have some cow-related news. This from Burlington, Vermont, AP. Ben and Jerry's is facing a lawsuit accusing the ice cream maker and its parent company of false advertising by saying the milk and cream in its products comes from happy cows. How do they know? How does one know a cow is happy? And environmental advocate James Ehlers says many of the farms that produce the milk and cream are factory-style mass production dairy operations. He says only some are part of the company's caring dairy program. A Ben and Jerry spokesman said the company is proud of the work it's done with Vermont family farmers and is committed to building a resilient, regenerative dairy supply. This from Cape Lookout, North Carolina AP. A trio of castaway cows has been discovered on North Carolina's Outer Banks getting into zany misadventures. No, I added that part at the end there. These cows apparently washed up after swimming for miles to escape Hurricane Dorian's storm surge. Cape Lookout National Seashore officials think the stranded cows swam up to five miles during the September storm before being found near Cape Lookout this month. The cows belong to a herd that roams freely on Cedar Island across the Sound. Seashore spokesman B.G. Horvat says the cows are grazing peacefully after a harrowing feat of survival, but they need to go home. He thinks they'll have to be sedated for the boat trip. Poor little cows. And one more here. This is from Jeff Cart in Forbes magazine. A startup called Blue Ocean Barns has a seaweed supplement that produces methane emissions from cows. A climate tech booster called Elemental Accelerator recently fed the effort, fed the effort, which means more cows will be eating the supplement and burping out fewer methane emissions. We don't really spend enough time on burping on this show, do we? Cows emit methane when they digest grasses and other feeds. One dairy cow can emit enough to equal the annual tailpipe emissions from one car. The article also notes in Forbes magazine that cows have tailpipe emissions. We won't go into that right now. Consider that there's about 1.5 billion cattle in the world, and you can see how cow emissions contribute to the climate crisis. That's the latest in cow news from Pandora's Lunchbox. I should be savvy enough to have some songs about cows or milk right now, but I don't. Instead, I have an adaptation of Hungarian Dance Number no. 5 in F minor by Brahms, as translated by Alan Sherman as Hungarian Goulash Number no. 5. It'll keep you warm. Goes like this. Hungarian food They have a goulash Which is very good Or if you wish A dish that's Chinese Somewhere down in column B There's lobster Cantonese 
enchiladas. That's what people eat in Mexico. Shish kebab is skewered in Armenia, you know. Then there's blubber, the favorite of the frigid Eskimo. Such delicious dishes, no matter where you go. Chicken cacciatore is Italian. Kangaroo souffle must be Australian. Mutton chops are definitely British. Chicken soup undoubtedly is Yiddish. Palm Comes from Lithuania. Ha, sen, fe, Comes from Pennsylvania. Wiener schnitzel's Austrian or German. Kindly pass the sauerbraten, Herman. Borscht is what they're eating in the Soviet. Wait, I think we've got some on the stove yet. <laughs> See the mau mouse. Underneath the jungle sky, jolly mau mouse eating missionary pie. Frenchmen eat a lot of bouillabaisse there. Dutchmen eat a sauce called hollandaise there. Smorgasbord in Sweden is the winner. In America, it's TV dinner. So there you have. One food from each land, each one delicious, each one simply grand. Mix them all up in one big mishmash, and what have you got? Hungarian goulash. Hey! Thank you, Alan Sherman. Yeah, Brahms did a nice cover version of that one, didn't he? That was uh, Hungarian goulash number five by Alan Sherman. It's 20 minutes after 6.30, which means it's Pandora's Lunchbox, I think. Coming up at 7, it's Face the Music with Arwolf. Another great show full of songs from years ending in 9. We heard one of those at the beginning of this show, You're My Meat by Louis Jordan, which was recorded 80 years ago today. Some good news, food news, Michigan news here. I just missed this news late last week. But $12.5 million in new federal funding will go to expanding the Double Up Food Bucks program in Michigan. The way the program works is for qualified folks, for every dollar worth of fruits and veggies bought with their bridge card, they get a free dollar's worth of fruits and veggies. According to a press release from U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, the project will more than double the participation in the Double Up program, from 13% to 30% of SNAP households by 2023, and expand it to every county in the state. So if you're wondering about the deal, how it works, there's a website, doubleupfoodbucks.org, doubleupfoodbucks.org. In some places, like the Ann Arbor Farmer's Market, which is open Wednesdays and Saturdays, you'll need wooden tokens to do the $1 per dollar thing. A number of other farmer's markets in Washtenaw County also take tokens when they're open for the year. Not all of them are now, though. And Argus Farms Top has a version of Double Up Food Bucks at both of their locations, and you need your bridge card for that. I believe there's a different setup for EBT cards, but you can get more details at the register at Argus Farms Top. And again, there's more information about how this works at doubleupfoodbucks.org. 
This song, I don't know if it would have anything to do with Double Up Food Box. I suppose if you got some jalapenos, you could make some chili sauce, a la Louis Prima and Keeley Smith. Here we go. I've got a little donkey who is just a stubborn fool. Her mother was a donkey, but her father was a mule. I like to go to marketplace to buy some chili sauce. I hitch her to the wagon, she said, I'm no horse. Chili, chili sauce, chili, chili sauce. Chili, 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 chili sauce. She is stupid and she don't know wrong from right She followed me to school one day to learn to read and write We have examination and you know one funny thing The donkey get a hundred and I get nothing Chili, chili sauce Chili, chili sauce Chili, 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 chili sauce She is lazy and she only eat and sleep My father say he throw her in the water where it's deep He take her on the river and he put her in a sack The donkey rode the boat on and my papa he swim back Chili, chili sauce Chili, chili sauce Chili, 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 chili sauce Chili, chili sauce Chili, chili sauce Chili, 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 Oh my, yeah, that was good. Teach you to mess with an old donkey, or a young donkey, middle-aged donkey. Either way, that was from the album by Louis Prima and Keely Smith, called Breaking It Up, from 1958. And that's actually just Louis Prima singing, obviously, but that was Chili Sauce. So, I went to see the Flatlanders at the Ark on Monday, and it was a wonderful show. Jimmy Dale Gilmore, Joe Ely, and Butch Hancock, three titans of Texas music. And we're going to hear a song from that album in just a moment that has a glancing food reference in it. A couple of glancing or grazing your head, if you don't be careful. You'll find out what that means in a moment, maybe. But first, some area-related food events some area food-related events, and some events related to food in the area. Sherlock Holmes and the Adventure of the Fallen Souffle continues at Purple Rose Theater in Chelsea every Wednesday through Sunday, with only, I think, one exception through December 21st. The sleuth is working to solve a case for the Playboy Prince of Wales on the eve of Queen Victoria's Diamond Jubilee. Coincidentally, a master chef needs the detective's help as well. Sherlock Holmes and the Adventure of the Fallen Souffle. You can also learn kitchen knife skills this Saturday at Downtown Home and Garden in Ann Arbor. Staff will demonstrate cutting techniques for different meats and vegetables, and they will sharpen your straight-edge knife for you, your kitchen knife, that is. That's this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Detroit writer Mickey Lyons will read from her forthcoming book, City on a Still, Detroit During Prohibition. 
That's going to be at the Mallets Creek branch of the Ann Arbor District Library this Sunday from 3 to 5. Then on Wednesday, the 20th, Keegan Rogers will talk about different types of soups, proper storage, and the difference between chilies and chowders, much like the chili sauce we heard earlier there. That is on Wednesday, the 20th, and the screen has just slipped away from me with that information. Here it comes again. It's at the Ann Arbor District Library, Mallets Creek Branch, Wednesday from 7 to 8.30 p.m. And speaking of chowders, I can tell you this about chowder from Wikipedia. In the 16th century in Cornwall and Devon, a dialect word, jouter, was used to describe hawkers, particularly fish sellers, with later variants, chowder and chowter. But this is not cited by the Oxford English Dictionary as a possible source of the word because of controversy surrounding the origins of the dish itself. However, Bermuda fish chowder is considered a national dish of Bermuda. It is known that this is of British origin. The primary ingredients in Bermuda fish chowder include fish, tomato, and onion that is seasoned with black rum and a sherry pepper sauce. Mmm, that sounds good. Well, this is that song by the Flatlanders, I promise. There is a glancing frying pan flying through the air, and I believe a reference to a kitchen. This is the Flatlanders, and I'm going to strangle you, shorty. goes like this. Well, halfway to Louisiana, halfway to Alabama. I seen Shorty running down the highway, looking like a worried man. I rolled down my window, I told him to hop on in. I never had to stop on the old black top. I heard a woman yelling after him, I'm gonna strangle you, Shorty. Lord, Lord, Lordy. That is what she said, I'm gonna strangle you, Shorty. Lord, Lord, Lordy. Found a bar by the side of the road I ordered us an order of french fries Shorty went to lighten his load The waitress happened to see him I never seen any woman so sore The skillet come a-flying out the kitchen Shorty running out the door I'm gonna strangle you, Shorty Lord, Lord, Lordy That is what she said I'm gonna strangle you, Shorty Lord, Lord, Lordy Sweating his short life span. Sure as the wind gonna blow again. Here come that woman with a frying pan. High ran east and shorty ran west. Never seen which way he went. Next day I saw his picture in the paper. He was lying by a frying pan whose handle was a bent. I'm gonna strangle you, shorty. Lord, Lord, Lordy. That is what she said. I'm gonna strangle you, shorty. Lord, Lord, Lord. I'm on 
Lordy, lordy, lordy. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and that was The Flatlanders, and I'm going to strangle you, Shorty, sung and written by Joe Ely of Flatlanders. So, talking about food to keep you warm, we've played some nice uh, food about, we've played some nice food here about chili songs and some nice songs called chili sauce, something like that. But in the meantime, soup is good for this weather, so how about tomato mush? Or in the Italian, Papa al Pomodoro. It's a thick Tuscan bread soup, typically prepared with fresh tomatoes, bread, olive oil, garlic, basil, and various other fresh ingredients. It's usually made with stale or leftover bread, and it can be served hot, room temperature, or chilled. So this idea of fresh vegetables with stale bread, fresh, stale, kind of feels like a yin-yang kind of a thing, you know? I don't know. But this dish has ancient origins, but it was largely popularized by the publication in 1911 of Il Giornalino di Gian Borasca, or The Journal of Johnny Tempest, the novel by the writer Vamba. Also popularized by the TV version of the mid-60s, the TV version starring Rita Pavone in the title role, the soup again is called Papa al Pomodoro. Well, guess what? You get to listen to this soup. You actually heard a snippet of it two seconds ago. Here is Rita Pavone and Viva la Papa col Pomodoro. It's about a protest by the kids at Pier Paoli College against very poor meals, and it praises the virtues of tomato soup. Rita Pavone, and that is a song by the wonderful title of, here comes, Viva la Papa col Pomodoro, named after a tomato mush soup, a thick Tuscan soup 
that sounds kind of good right now, even though apparently they use some stale bread in there. That's okay. I gave it to me. I would probably eat it. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Oh, yeah, by the way, just to mention on that last song you heard, it was actually written by the legendary film composer Nino Rota with lyrics by legendary screenwriter and film director Lena Vertmuller. So how about that? Did you step back to hear Rita Pavoni? What a voice, huh? So this has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for quite a while. Aurolf and Face the Music is coming up in just a moment. And we were just earlier in the show at the very beginning celebrating the anniversary of the recording of You're My Meat by Louis Jordan. And that was recorded 80 years ago today, November 14th, 1939. And I'm going to take a look here to see if I can find some honeysuckle-related recipes. You can make some honeysuckle simple syrup, honeysuckle iced tea, honeysuckle sorbet. Maybe these aren't necessarily uh, cold-weather foods, but nevertheless, there you are. Some five recipes that use honeysuckle I'm seeing here, including honeysuckle jelly, honeysuckle and jasmine cupcakes, fancy schmancy, honeysuckle cordial, and honeysuckle simple syrup we already mentioned a moment ago. But let's go straight to the honeysuckle rose, shall we? Here is another song recorded 80 years ago today. Louis Jordan and his timpani five and honeysuckle rose. Goes a little something like this. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM in Arbor. Listen for Arwolf at 7 and listen for Shimmy Shimmy Coco Bop at 8. Keep on listening to WCBN and never stop doing that. Wow, they had some modern-sounding equipment back in 1939, didn't they? What if, however, it went a little something more like this? Honey, honey, oh, honey, listen to my plea. Every honeybee fills with jealousy when they see you out with me. I don't blame them, goodness knows. Oh, honey. Suck a rose when you're passing by Flowers droop inside And I know the reason why You're much sweeter, goodness knows Oh, honey Suck a rose I don't buy sugar You just have to touch my cup I don't need sugar It's sweet enough when you stir it up when I'm taking sips from your dainty lips Seems the honey fairly drips Your perfection goodness knows Oh, honey, suck a rose Thank you. 
honeybee Fills with jealousy When they see you out with me I don't blame them Goodness knows Oh, honey Sucker rose When you're passing by Flowers droop inside And I know the reason why You much sweeter Goodness knows Oh, honey Sucker rose I don't buy sugar You just have to touch my cup I don't need sugar How oh, sweet Stirred up When I'm taking sips from your daily lips Seems the honey fairly drips Your perfection Goodness knows honeysuckle rose Always good to hear from Louis Jordan. Thank you, Mark. You know, Mark, a, a few tunes ago, I thought you were playing something from the soundtrack of Federico Fellini's Eight and a Half. I don't know what got into my brain, but that's what WCBN-FM Ann Arbor is all about. This is Face the Music, and I would like to give you some more music from 19... 1929, 1939, and 1949. We're nining it up in the final weeks of the year 2019. That's what the coordinates is all about. I like the way this one shook down. At least I'm looking at it on the page. I like it on my hard copy that I printed out so I could coordinate this. I also like the way it was coming together when I was uh, too tired to hardly move after working too hard all day. But I was sitting on the couch and I was just putting this together and it all seemed to start to make sense. Probably because I opened with something by the Port of Harlem 7, recorded in 1939 for the Blue Note record label. And this is the Pounding Heart Blues. I believe Sidney Bechet is involved. <laughs> 